Well, the preseason has begun. The Ducks were victorious, but, you know, who was it against? Who shines in this preseason game? We'll talk about all that and more on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, currently the public address announcer for the Coachella Valley Firebirds and for one game, your Anaheim Ducks. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'll talk about that again later on in the week. But a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. And also, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $5 and 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. All right. So we've got a little bit to get to, so let's jump right into the first preseason game, which I know I kind of half-jokingly said it shouldn't really count, and you know what, I'm still kind of going to stick with that a little bit, because we had a couple of players really shine in this preseason game, and wouldn't you know it, these were two players that I was kind of focused on big time, mainly because these were two players that I thought did well last season, and had a little bit more to prove. I'll start with Jackson Lacombe. I thought Jackson Lacombe had a bit to prove. He did get a cup of coffee in the National Hockey League last season, and I thought Lacombe was fine in his time in Anaheim last season. I mean, he's he's still very young. Let me just repeat this. Jackson Lacombe is, you know, he's, he's 20, 21. He's young. Sorry, 22, rather. He's barely old enough to drink. And last season, he he was good. He was good in his limited action last season in Anaheim. In only a handful of games, Jackson Lacombe, hey, you know what? He did manage to, you know, show his stuff. And I liked him a lot. Yeah, two games. Yeah, he didn't score a point. But you know what? It's more than just scoring points and more than just scoring goals. It was the way he, I guess the way he made himself known on all his shifts. And I know a lot of Ducks fans were impressed with Lacombe's two games last season, even though he didn't score. And I was one of them that was impressed with Lacombe. I was also very impressed just with his overall demeanor out there. He's got speed. I like that. He's got size. I like that too. And he's already exhibiting toughness in most of his shifts that we've seen. And in this particular game, you know what I really liked, actually? Like, you know what I really want to say? I just have so much faith in the kid. After really showing up last season during collegiate hockey season. Mm. But yes, keep in mind, he's a defenseman. He's not meant to score a lot of goals or score a lot of points because defensemen. However, something that I did like about his game just in the action that he saw, he's improved his defensive game a lot. He's not, um, how can I put this? He doesn't pinch as much as he used to. And this is something 
that I see a lot of defensemen struggle with. And even in the junior levels, I'll kind of go on a soapbox here. Um, I also do public address for the Ontario Junior Reign, USPHL. And that's one thing I do notice in a lot of younger defensemen is they have a tendency to be too pinchy and take too many risks. And I even saw this in a recent game where a defenseman tried to collect a puck along the blue line and it was kind of 50-50 puck. And instead of falling back and being the first one back on defense, um, got way too aggressive on the puck, lost the puck, and the opposing team got a breakaway for a goal. And Lacombe does not do that as much. He will be a stay-at-home defenseman. He will fall back. He will only go for pucks that he knows he can get, and he knows if he can gain possession that he will go for it. So it's really those those little things that I'm really liking about Lacombe's game. And Ducks fans, maybe something that you would maybe not otherwise pay attention to too much, but next time you see him play, pay attention to how he controls the puck, but also notice what he does when he's off the puck. Or notice how he kind of is more stay-at-home compared to some other young defensemen that take too many risks. Not to say that Lacombe isn't like a super aggressive, super risky player, but Lacombe is very defensive-minded. Something that the Ducks could use, especially after the dumpster fire that was last season. You would rather have someone stay at home on defense. So maybe he can steal a few games with Jimmy Drysdale not signed yet. So that's someone that I really liked seeing. Another player that I really liked watching, and this segment's going to go really long, Sam Carrick. I know some people also call him Captain Sam because of his longtime captaincy with the San Diego Gulls. But man, he was good. He was good in this game. He looked a little faster, didn't he, folks? I mean, did you notice it? I, I noticed it, certainly. Sam Carrick's speed is already a little bit better this season than it was at any time last season. Let's rewind. This time last year, Sam Carrick was still recovering from a hip surgery that he had over summer of 2022. Yes, he could have gotten the surgery a little bit sooner, but you know what? It is what it is. He got a second opinion and did get the surgery, did opt for it, and kind of got off to a slow start while he was still trying to get back into the flow of things. And he never really got his footing last season, and that's kind of a shame. Sam Carrick did play a bunch of games, and he was effective in some of those games. But just in general, something was kind of missing there. And he was kind of laboring a little bit at times last season, which is a shame because Sam Carrick is one of my absolute favorite guys on the ice. So to see him kind of struggle at times, well, then again, the entire Ducks roster struggled last season. So that was tough to see, but it was especially tough to see for Sam Carrick, who I know is capable of getting those loose pucks, capable of being that guy that can, you know, score goals and use some of that power to get to those loose pucks. So that's something that was kind of missing a little bit last season. Maybe it's partial injury. Maybe it's partially just mentality because the Ducks were in the doldrums of the standings last season and everybody was down last season. I mean, when you lose again and again and again, yeah, your attitude 
is not going to be all that good. And all the losing will get to your head. And I think that's kind of what happened with Sam Carrick a little bit. But that happened with a lot of players. But Carrick especially. Because he worked his butt off to come back. And when he came back, it was already too late in the season. Ugh. But, you know, getting off that soapbox. Watching Carrick last night was kind of a breath of fresh air. This is something that we haven't seen from Sam Carrick since the 2021-22 season. This was that season where he kind of opened some eyes and fans went, oh, oh, yeah, it's this guy. Yeah, we love this guy. Remember that? That was only a couple seasons ago. And now it seems like he's back now. So watching those two players score and really flourish in this game is nothing but a good sign for the Ducks. I mean, yes, the quality of players that they played against, not exactly the best. But when you have two guys out there that kind of, I don't want to use the word dominate, but when they took over at times the way they did, it is at least encouraging. And I'm looking for more of the micro signs. With Jackson Lacombe, the micro signs in playing a much better defensive game. The micro signs with Sam Carrick actually getting to pucks, actually, you know, sort of beating some plays out and having better opportunities at 50, 50 pucks and actually looking to score a little bit more. So it's, it's those little signs that I'm mostly looking for in this preseason. I don't really care who wins or loses because preseason, it doesn't count. What I am most concerned about is how can certain players take what they did in the preseason and use that for the regular season? What signs are we seeing from certain players? How can they, you know, just ride this good momentum moving forward? That's what I'm really looking for in this preseason. All right, we're way up against it. So we're going to take a quick intermission timeout and When we come back, I'll talk more about the quality of the opponent and what we have coming up. So stay locked in. And now, a word from FanDuel. That's right. FanDuel is, you know, the one spot where you can get all your just, your your betting needs. And you know what? Why not? If you go to FanDuel right now and use promo code locked on, then you know what? You're going to get some bonus bets back. That's right. New customers get $200 back in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place only a $5 bet. You know what's coming up? The NBA season's coming up. Did you know that NBA preseason starts this week? Yeah. Bet you forgot about that, huh? You know what else has also started? NHL preseason. The NBA and NHL season is less than a month away. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Get in right now before the NBA and NHL seasons begin. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, futures, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the new seasons. FanDuel is the official online sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, folks, gamble responsibly. Ah, 
Hello, welcome back to Locked On at Time Ducks. That was silly. Why did I do that? Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. I'm in a silly mode right now when it's about to get a little bit sillier because I got to talk about the quality of opponent. I'm sorry, but who were some of these guys that played for the Los Angeles Kings or the L.A. Reign, as I call them? Even some of the guys that are expected to be on the Reign were in Australia, might Oh, that was a terrible... <laughs> that was a terrible Australian accent. I apologize, folks. Uh, yeah, I I knew who... Some, actually, I knew who all these guys were. I'll admit, you know, I worked in Ontario for a long time, so I am familiar with every single player that's out there. I'm partially kidding that... Oh, who are these guys? No, I, I know who all these guys are. But I know who all these guys are because pretty much everybody that played yesterday has mostly played in the American Hockey League except for a couple of players, which is really telling because not even every player that was on the roster played in the AHL last season. Oh, that's bad. So who were some of the guys that were out there? Well, TJ Tynan, you know, former MVP of the AHL. Okay, yeah, he's good. That's fine. How about some guy named Alex LaFerriere? Not Alexi La, not the other guy. No, not the number one draft pick, LaFerriere. Yeah, how about Charles Houdon? Do you know him? Houdon was a thorn in the Reigns' side and also a thorn in the Firebirds' side during last season's playoffs with the Eagles. Then you had, oh, who else did you have? Oh, Martin Kromiak. I think you had Francisco Pinelli in there. You had Maltsev in there. Andre Lee's in there. Andre Lee was just a big body. Samuel Hellenius. How about Taylor Ward? Uh, no, not that Taylor Ward. Uh, no, not that Taylor Ward either. No, Taylor Ward, the hockey player, folks. So he got a little bit of time. But there was even a couple of guys that I was like, oh, I've barely like I've barely heard of him. Um, Cohen Zemer, who was the third round draft pick for the Kings this season. You know, he was all right. How about uh, Haji? Yeah. <laughs> Hayden Hodgson. Mostly with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. He came in a summer trade. Yeah, but most of these guys you haven't heard of. That's because they've all played in the AHL or not even the AHL. And the defenseman. Okay, the defenseman was where I really went, I know who these guys are. I've seen them play. (laughs) Yeah, Cole Krieger. After playing in Michigan State, he played with the Ontario Reign late last season. Um, There was one guy in there that has barely played in the NHL, Steve Santini, who played with the Thunderbirds last season back in Springfield. Um, Angus Booth, who's another recent pick, uh, played with Shawinigan. Yeah, the Cataracts in the Quebec League. Uh, So just going to stop right there because I guarantee some of these other guys you hadn't heard of, Joe Hicketts, um, oh, uh, Connaughton, Kevin Connaughton, yeah, that's kind of why I don't take a lot of stock in certain preseason games. Now, if it's preseason games where there's a few more players that will actually make the team, you know, more known defensemen like uh, Brant Clark or Tobias Bjornfoot or Matt Roy or Jacob Moverari. That's how you pronounce his name. Um, Yeah. Then I would take more stock in these preseason games. 
But the fact that most of the Kings and Ontario Rain players were out in Australia, yeah, you're really getting bottom of the barrel. Not to say the Ducks players are not, because some of the Ducks players that were out there might actually make the Ducks. Out of all 20 players that were on yesterday's roster or Sunday's roster, yeah, I don't think any of them are going to make the NHL roster. So that's the big difference in talent. And, you know, I don't want to poo-poo any opponents. I never do because they're all professional players. But when you try to look for micro signs, you kind of need to take it with a grain of salt and kind of calm down a little bit with overall results, which is why I look for the micro results instead. So just to give you a little, you know, taster on who some of these Kings players were, some of these rain players, because, you know, we're going to see them again, folks. Uh, need to remind you that these two teams will play each other again in just a few days at Pachanga Arena down in San Diego. Uh, shout out Callan McClurg doing public address for that game, his first NHL game. So just want to give that quick shout out. Then they play again at the arena formerly known as Staples Center. That'll be next week, week from today. So, yeah, we're going to be seeing probably some of these guys again, but not all of them. So that's kind of why I did this breakdown on meeting some of the LA Kings players. Now, I am going to talk about some of the San Jose players, but not today. I'll get to that tomorrow. In the meantime, we're going to head into another intermission and talk about what's coming up. So, yeah, we'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, Locked On with Jason J.D. Hernandez. All right, we're going to keep this one short because we're going to talk about what's coming up both for this podcast and what's coming up for the Ducks. First, let's talk about what's coming up for the Ducks. They've got another preseason game this one at sap center in san jose on the 26th that's tuesday that's today they're taking on the baby sharks i'm not going to sing the song but they take on the san jose sharks slash barracuda on tuesday and then the two teams have a quick one hour flight and come back here to the ponda wednesday night i hope i can make that we'll see So that'll be Wednesday, September 27th against San Jose. That one might be a little bit more fun. The rosters might be pared down a little bit. So we might see some more NHL caliber players. Then on Friday the 29th, the Anaheim Ducks take on the Los Angeles Kings at Pachanga Arena in San Diego, home of your San Diego goals. I suspect we're going to see a few goals players on that one, a few rain players on that one as well. And then for me, for me personally, the big one, Sunday, October 1st, the Anaheim Ducks take on the Arizona Coyotes at Acrisure Arena in Palm Desert. I'm so thrilled to be doing public address for your Ducks on that game. Very, very excited. I'll just put it out there right now because I'm a professional. I will keep it even for both teams because, you know, that's my job. I got to be professional, but (laughs) I'll keep it even for both teams. It'll be a lot of fun. 
I think by that point of the preseason, we'll see a few more Ducks players out on the ice. And we'll see a few more Coyotes players on the ice. So for those of you that were kind of on the fence about going to that game, check it out. Check out the new arena in Palm Desert. You're going to be surrounded by a ton of Ducks fans. (laughs) I guarantee it. So you'll have fun on that one. And then October 3rd, back at the, well, Staples Center. I'm calling it Staples Center. I don't care. Against the Kings. And then the 5th and 7th of October, two games against the Coyotes. One at the Ponza on the 5th. And one at TCC, Tucson Convention Center, October 7th. And then that'll be it for preseason. Then we got a few days. And then that's all she wrote. Actually, no, after that, then we have preseason AHL hockey. That's when those rosters begin to get finalized. And then the hockey season begins the following weekend. I'm so excited, folks. I'm really, really excited. Um, And that segues into what's coming up. So this week we're going to have a few days, actually a couple days, we're going to have multiple shows on there because we got a bunch of games to talk about. We've got rosters to talk about. We have possible deals to talk about. Um, going to give my thoughts on the season, give some predictions. So there's going to be some heavy duty podcasting this week. So be on the lookout for all of that and make sure you're subscribed and yeah, keep track of all the shows because there's going to be a lot of them this week. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. You could follow me on the website formerly known as Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. <gasps> Add free on Amazon. Also on YouTube. And what else? I think SiriusXM also. I have SiriusXM right now. I'll check it out later. But anyway, thank you all so much for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together.